Can you be normal, please? I'll try. Um, um, hello. 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 Oh, gosh. What? End of year, isn't I it? I know. So exhausted. It's exciting. Well, it is exciting, but also exhausting. Yes. Are you having some time off? Yes. Are we having some time off? That's the question. Oh, are we? Well, yes. well let's start with you. Oh, I'm having two, a week off. Lovely. Yes. I'm having some days off. Yes. Because I don't yeah, have any holiday we? owing. No. Because do you know we had a big trip earlier this year? We're into London in America. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm having some time off, but not much time off. But we, mm-hmm. we, the, the royal we, yes. we're going to have a break, aren't we? Yeah, a couple of weeks. Well, maybe, maybe longer. <laughs> maybe longer. <laughs> we're going to take a couple of weeks off. We've got yeah. some things in the pipeline. Yes, exciting things. Um, so we're going to take a little break yeah. um, over, over the sort of Christmas and January period and we'll be yeah. back. We will be back. We'll let you know on the PDAs. Join the PDAs. Yes. What is the PDAs? It's our Facebook group. Oh, what happens there? That's where we talk about stuff and we'll let you know what's going on. Sounds good, doesn't it? Join the PDAs on Facebook. We'll let you know when we're coming back. Plus, we'll obviously drop a little um, teaser one. Um, a teaser? Yeah, what does that mean? Can we? Yeah. Drop a teaser. Yeah. That sounds... Teaser. Yeah, all right. Um, what have we got to talk about today, though? Um, we're going to talk about pooing. Because um, <laughs> we like to be really cultured. <laughs> yes. Um, do you tan? Mm-hmm. Fake tanning. Ooh, tan. Do you tan? Um, we've got some hair stuff going on. Um, yeah. Some ladies being rebellious with their hair. Yeah. Um, I really like that story. Yeah. And we've got some sort of holiday hit list culture club stuff. Yeah, and how to avoid getting ill at Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, we must talk about that. Let's go. Let's go. Now, first up, um, you know I love a poo story. Yes. <laughs> so this was on Body and Soul, and basically um, a new study... Melissa Shedden wrote this. A new study of the hydrodynamics of defecation Mm. recently published in the journal Soft Matter. Oh, God, that's Uh. horrible. (laughs) I would not want to work for that journal. (laughs) What do you do? I'm the editor of Soft Matter. Uh, Um, uh, I'm an intern. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to intern at Soft Matter. Um, And then um, New Scientist um, covered this story as well. But anyway, it basically says... It should take you 12 seconds to poo. What, one... Uh, I think the whole thing. Right, from start to finish, go to woe. From go to woe should be 12 seconds. <laughs> wow. Seems quite fast to me. But I don't want to go into detail. Speedy. It, it seems quite speedy. Quite a speedy evacuation. <laughs> um, right, okay. And then in the study, which was led by Patricia Yang from the Georgia Institute of Technology, they analysed videos of 34 different species of mammals... You were really? answering the call of nature. Right. The call of nature. <laughs> Have you been to the to Mona in um, Tasmania? No, I haven't, but I'd like to. There's a toilet in there oh, right. that you can see, watch yourself pooing in. So, sorry, talk me through that. <laughs> it's got a mirror system. Where? Just one toilet. Yeah. And it's like a surprise toilet. You can never remember which one it is. Right. But you're always delighted to get it, or not, right. as the case may be. And when you sit on the toilet, you can see, it's like a submarine, so you can see... Right up your jacksie, oh. as it were, and you can watch things coming out. Coming out if you want oh, to. Oh wow! It's a, it's a um, gosh, that's it's an niche art installation. Oh, it's art. Mm, it's art. Right. Okay. Mm. I'm not sure about that. Mm. Well, did, anyway. I, I was going to say, did you use it? But I think that's taken a friendship too far. <laughs> so um. I know a lot about it for someone who's <laughs> never been in it. Yes. Though. Yes. Um, all right, moving on from right, that. Right, okay. So I seem to have um, really put a dampener ooh, on proceedings. Um, you wanted to do a shout-out to a new favourite lady. 
Do I? Yeah. Who's the money? She's from person? Finland. She's from Finland. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to congratulate her. Yes. I'm sure she's listening. <laughs> so, well, she's, new, she's my new hero. Yeah. Along with, you know, Jacinda. Jacinda, yeah. Sanna Marin. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce her name, is the is Finland's um, Prime Minister. She's 34 years old. Mm. Their government is amazing. It's um, five parties in government, all led by women. Gosh. Four of them are led by women. She's 34 years old, and this is just the best thing ever. The coalition government under Ms Marin is expected to continue prioritising job creation and ambitious climate goals, seeking to render Finland carbon neutral by 2035. Wow. So she is amazing. And I think our politicians should take a leaf out of her book. Aren't, um, isn't Finland like one of the best places to live? Apparently. Yes. Apparently it is. It's very, it very a, progressive. And sort of social policies yeah. that mean... Like, aren't you taxed quite high, but everybody's looked after really yeah, well? Yeah, so there's all that sort of yeah. stuff, and schools are free. And yeah. All that. Yeah, it's amazing. Would but, you like to um, live in Finland? I would. Yeah. I love Helsinki. Oh, I've never been. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so shout, shout out. out, Ms. Marin. We think you're ace. Well, isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, now, we, we all learnt a new word this week, didn't we? Oh. Did we? Oh, it, what? Moolies. Oh, <laughs> Yes, we did. I don't know where you're going. So, moolies are not schoolies. No. They're the mums of the schoolies. The mums of the schoolies. And they go on moolies once a year. Yeah. Or well, well. Is, is this a new phenomenon? It's not necessarily that new, right. I think. It's, but it's been... It's happening from... There's a, um, a travel agent who's been doing it for the last couple of years. Yeah. And she says it's going like... Hot cakes. I bet it is. So it's the mums. They get the kids through the HSC. Yeah, and then you go on a Moolies trip with your with your school mums. You and your school mums go off without the kids. Yeah. And, and where'd you go? Well, Barley or Barley whatever. Or something. And then there's Doolies. What's Doolies? Dad's going. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Can you just make that up? No. Oh. This is where do the dads go? So, um, I don't know, probably the shed. So Moolies and Doolies are growing and there's like businesses now that offer packages tailored to those sort of people and it's a way to unwind, go away with your girlfriends. You've all been through the same, yes, you know, horrendous the, oh, HSC experience. Yes, which um, I mean I've seen people go through it and it brings yeah. it brings people to their knees. Well, we know people in this in our close vicinity yes. who've just been through it and it yes. looks hellish. Um, also, you know, they say lovely things like... Um, it's a supportive environment for you know you have to make such a supportive and comfortable environment for your child during it all that you all need a lovely holiday afterwards and it's paralleling their trip and celebrating their achievements. Yes. But I reckon it's just an opportunity to go out and get have some a bit prosecco drunk and have a great let off some steam. Let with off your some steam. Why not? So do the but the moolies don't go to the same no, place as the with schoolies. The it's not like they're keeping an eye on the schoolies. <laughs> schoolies, doolies, and moolies are separate. Okay. Um, I do like the line that. Um, Moolies, this woman says, um, viewing Moolies as a rite of passage like schoolies would be over the top, but it's great for friends, for parents to be able to sit back and reflect. Parents need to have support networks as well, so I of think course it's they lovely. Do. So isn't that nice, a um, Moolie? Oh, I think Sounds you... like something you'd make a cocktail with, a Moolie. A Moolie, yes. I've got myself a new Moolie and it's lovely. Oh, yeah, it really makes a good crushing ice yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just a crushed ice thing. Um, I think mums need those support networks, so if they can go on holiday and have fun together, good yeah, on them. Yeah, I think we just call it a girls' weekend. Girls' day. weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm. Okay, well, moolies. If you're out there and you're a moolie, enjoy. Hooly dooly. Hooly dooly. Hooly dooly, it's moolie time. <laughs> um... You know, you in showed me a really lovely story this week mm. on the on the Daily Mail. <laughs> um, 
And nothing I like more than a bit of highfalutin journalism. Yes, and it was one of those really, actually the ones that they do really well, which is sort of first-person stuff. Yeah, so it was a woman called Sarah Vine, turned yes. 50. She's a columnist, isn't she? Yeah, and um, she want, she decided she was going to have a, what she called a midlife hair rebellion, which yes. is just such what a is great... What is that, a, a midlife hair rebellion? Well, it's like, you know, you decide that because you're in the middle middle of your life, you shouldn't just give up and have a, a nice bob right. or a grey, yes. you know crop or whatever for her it's different but i'll start talking about the, the women that she's talking about are women who've got pink hair all of a sudden when mm. they're 50 or they've got an undercut an undercut is a very big thing i'd actually would love an undercut yeah, i've always wanted to have blue hair but that i've wanted that for a long long time and now i think i realize that it actually wouldn't suit me blue hair's hard to pull off and that's the only reason i haven't done mm. it but blue also very grungy and emo yeah i just don't think it suits my skin tones <laughs> but i would love an undercut well, you could have an undercut. Yeah. So I thought you'd like this. One of her friends went off and had a cartilage piercing in her ear and she was all cool and pleased with herself till it went septic and she went, she ended up in hospital. Was it you? No, but it could no. be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, everybody. Um, anyway, so she now, the reason she, so her midlife hair rebellion is a bit different because she normally mm. has her hair bobbed or, you know, sort of mid-length. But she's got a condition, it's called adrenogenic, Androgenetic hair loss, which is male pattern baldness, but in women it just means that the hair on the crown of her head is very fine. So she looked at wigs to try and work out her hair in her 40s and could never find a a wig that suited her. And then she found this thing called intralace, which is this mesh lace that sits on the area. I'm sort of doing it with my hand to show you. Patting your head, yes. (laughs) And shoulders and knees and toes star. Um, and it's um, secured in place using your own hair, and then panels of hair are then attached to the lace. So oh, that, I see. Yeah. And you can swim in it, sleep in it. That sounds to me like the, the stuff it. that all the um, TV hosts always have very good hair pieces. That pieces. They put in. It sounds like an extension yeah, of I that. I think it is. But, um, so, so you can swim in it. Yeah, it's fixed. Right. Um, and I actually looked it up to see years. if you could get it here into lace. Yeah, it can. Uh, I couldn't quite work out. It did come up into lace Australia, um, but then I couldn't quite work out if it was the same or not. Right. So I couldn't gain clarity. We'll, we'll have a look and see if we can yeah. see before this comes out. So um, basically, last couple of years before she has to replace it, yeah. so she had it for some time. So she went to have a new one made, and, rather, and normally what they do is they put on a long bit, and then you cut it off to the amount that you yeah. want. She decided to keep it long, so now she's got this amazing, long, luxurious. I'm flicking my glossy hair. hair. Yeah, and she and is it amazing. real hair or I don't know? No, but it looks real. Say yeah. Oh, and she's loving it. Is she having she's so loving is it sort it. of like so her midlife hair rebellion yeah. is to have the long hair that she's never been able to have since she was probably in her teens yeah, or whatever. Right. It's what Other I call women, real housewives hair. Very real housewives. And yeah. like the kind of hair that I can never do with a straightening iron. No. Then Helen Mirren, of course, is matching her hair colour to her dresses. Miranda Richardson's got peachy orange hair now. Emma Thompson, of course, has got oh, any colour. Whatever hair she likes. Any day of the week. Yeah. Um, and then there's the um, Tilda Swinton style undercut, which you'll yes. be rocking from the new year, I imagine. I quite fancy it. I feel yeah. I feel like it's a bit subversive. Yeah, why not? Um, Isn't that lovely, though? Yeah, I do it's like lovely. it. So it's lovely. a midlife hair rebellion. Yes, and All speaking right. of midlife hair rebellions, there's one more thing to add. Yeah. Tara Moss. Yes. You know her. Writer. She's a writer. Used to be a model? Used to be a model. It's yeah. still a model, in fact. Okay. Now models for a... Um, I'll give you a clue as to what the story's about. The modelling agency is called Grey Models. 
Oh, is it a modelling agency for people with grey hair? Well, yes, or indeed... Um, or grey skin? Stereotypes, they break mm. down age stereotypes by representing older models, especially women rocking silver, including a woman who's like 86 or something. Oh, yes. Anyway, so she, um, for years, has been dyeing her hair and then decided to go natural. So it's taken her 20 months to dye her, to get her hair back to its natural colour. Wow. Which is a combo of... Dark blonde, cool and warm colours with silvers, ash and some red. So but that got... sounds absolutely lovely. Yes. And that's her natural hair colour. Well, she thought it was a lot greyer than that, and then when mm. she grew it out, it wasn't that grey. Yeah. But you know what I found interesting? After 20 months, she said, I have saved a shocking $6,000 in salon oh visits, highlights, dyes, God. toners and treatments to counter the drying and damaging effects of all those chemicals. $6,000 in 20 months. Now, obviously, I mean, she would have been going to the hairdresser a lot because she's in the public eye mm, and would have been mm, doing all sorts of things. But I still, mean, you know what that is, don't you? It's a car. Well, or it's a Holiday. business class flight to London. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot who I was talking to. It's a flight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Amazing. Gosh, that makes you really think, doesn't it? It makes you think. But then yeah. again, it makes me think, that's fine if you've got hair like that. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that her yeah. hair sounds actually lovely. Yeah, my hair would be but a lot more it, grey than that. Yeah, if it's not a look that you are that you like, then maybe you don't want to do it. Mm. So that's OK as well. Isn't it, though? Choice. Everyone has choice in Everyone this world. Everyone has choice, is Claire. Mm. Um, so we've got some midlife rebellion. That's good. And then you've got a book that sort of feeds into that. <laughs> I do. Well... You know how we're always, like, trying really hard not to have to do things? Yeah. Well, now we have a guidebook. Okay, what is it? It's called... Can I say the word? I don't, what uh, is well, it? fuck no. It's fuck called, no. Fuck no. Yeah. How to stop saying yes when you can't, you shouldn't, or you just don't want to. Yes. Which is like... Yes. Hallelujah. By Sarah Knight. Oh, I like her. I've read yeah. her other books. She wrote The, mag- the Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck. No, I didn't read that. Oh. I read... Um, is it You Do You? Um, yes, you do you. She invented, down. she invented you do you. Right, and get your shit together. Yeah. So um, it's just this great book and it gives you all these tips on how to say no in varying situations, mm-hmm. which is actually really useful because rather than kind of going into a lot of... There's a, there is a bit of kind of acknowledgement of why we still say yes, why we say we should say no, why why we find it hard not to and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, which is great to read. But then there's just these guides on how to say no in Ooh. various situations. Are you going to talk me through? Yes. Go on. So when you want to say no, it's not okay. So when someone says, how's that for you? Like mm. a massage therapist. And oh, you yes. normally would go, it's all right. It's fine, thanks. You say, thanks for asking. That was too hard. Can you hold back a little? Oh. A bartender. I've never seen a martini garnished with cilantro. Maybe we can try this again. Perhaps with, mm, I don't know, an olive? Yep. Okay, a mechanic. You accidentally erased all my radio presets. No, dude. The only thing that would make that okay is a 10% discount. How about it? Like Mm. it. Um, Hotel desk. If I wanted to spend my vacation inside a nicely wallpapered ashtray, I would have ordered a smoking room. Since I did not, and do not, (laughs) I'm going to ask you to move me. A free upgrade is also acceptable. Thank you. Very a manicurist, good. ouch, that hurt, please be more careful. So there's those kind of things. And then yeah. there's the nose as well. Like, I'm just obsessed with this book. Say someone at work asks you for help or someone asks you to help them with a friend asks you to do something you don't want to do it. There's optional no f- for now, no and switches. So you can you can do a no for now, but in the future I'll do it. Yeah. So there's things like, not today, but with a little more notice, I might be able to help you another time. Yep. Useful. Like. A no and switch. 
This seems like a conversation better suited to happy hour. If you're buying two-for-one margaritas, I'm all ears. Ooh. So you can kind of switch it up for another time. There's so much good... I really recommend this book. If you are a bit of a wuss bag... Yes. ...about saying no. Yes. And there's all... I mean, it comes, like, in terms of... Um, when someone says, would you like some freshly ground pepper on that? Totally legit response. No, thank you. No, thank you. Can I give your dog some treats? I'd rather you didn't, but thanks for asking. Mm. So it's Can like... I get your phone number? No. No. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. It's life-changing. All right. Everyone should buy it. It's a great present. Yes. For the Christmas period. Christmas times. Yeah. All right. Okay. I love it. I mean, we'll put a link to it on yes. the PDAs. Because there's lots of things like no for nows when you're um, selling things. No, that's as low as I can go and still be able to devote the time it takes to give you the result you're looking for. Or that's when, at work, obviously. It won't be feasible for me to do it at less. If you want to shop around, I understand. Mm. Um, when I read her last book, mm. I think I posted it on Instagram and tagged her in and she messaged me and left me a little message. And you know how much I love it when yes. people do that. Yeah, I was well, very excited. Do it this time too. Yeah. Also about boyfriends and partners and stuff. If they, want, if they say, do you want to move in together? No, I'm happy with the way things are for now. I need some time to think about that. Um, asking you to get back together, that's not going to happen. I feel like our relationship ended where and when it needed to. No thanks, I'm good. Mm, no thanks, I'm good. I love that. Yeah, love her. So Fair this time of year, you really need to learn how to say no, don't you? Because you do. otherwise you end up getting run ragged. You do. Um, and it's quite likely you get sick. People always get sick, don't they, coming into shutdown? <laughs> they do. Can you see what I'm Your doing there? shut down, doesn't it? I'm segueing. Into this? Yeah. Oh. Can you not see what I'm doing with my I eyes? Motioning something with your pen. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. December takes it out of you. It really does. Yes. Party season. And I know that last episode, or maybe yes. the episode before, you said you're going to drink your way through Christmas. Yes. That's not going to happen, is it? Because it's a bit hard, isn't no, it? No, but I did have... I've had two, two AFDs this week. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It is Tuesday. <laughs> I count Sunday. Oh, right. Okay. Sunday, Monday. Very good. No, that's yeah. good. Um, there's just... You know, if you want to um, stay well through yes. the festive season, there are a few things. Because what can happens, do. you get you get really run down, you get really exhausted. Um, we're in Sydney, so I think it's a different kind of in in northern Europe. I think people just get colds, don't yes. they? Now this is written from the point of view of someone in a cold climate. Yes. So I've, t- I've left those bits out. Leave those bits out, but yes. we have our own issues, yeah, don't we? Or do telling me? Um, so what are our issues well, like? There's some things like there's some things that would be universal. So yeah. um, canopy contagion, oh, for example. Is that germs? Yeah. Sneezes travel at hundred miles an hour. No, sorry, can we go back to the canopy contagion? Well that is Oh that's... sure you we are there. Yeah. Oh. there's so basically it's people sneezing. Sneezing or coughing over the canopies, right? Um, doesn't matter if they cover their mouth because particles escape between their fingers. It's so disgusting. So, I know. So, I mean, it's pretty disgusting. So your most effective defence is to wash your hands frequently with soap and water. Don't bother with antiviral hand sanitizers because they don't do anything. But what? But if somebody's already sneezed on your mini don't quiche... Don't eat it. If someone sneezes on your mini quiche... Like, like hand, the fact that you've got clean hands isn't going to help, is no, it? No, but the fact... No. I don't know. There's not really an answer to that, is All there? Right. But just don't... Uh, I guess what they're saying is... You can keep yourself as clean as possible, and if yes. they're going to sneeze, if you're going to sneeze, mm. move away. Oh, sneeze okay. Sneeze on your own hand, and yeah. then wipe your own hand. Ugh. What else God. have you got for us? Souls. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, hangover cures oh, that yes. actually help after a lot of study, such as <clears throat> by this man um, called 
Um, Dr. Chris Smith. Oh, wait, it could have been anything. I could have made that up, couldn't I? Pear juice, sweet lime juice, and coconut water with cucumber. Tomatoes and cheese were the best to consume. And if you don't like cheesy cocktails, feel free to eat the cheese afterwards. I swear by coconut water. Yeah. But, I mean, we've discussed this before. Many times. Many and times. the health people say it has no benefits yeah. whatsoever. But I think... It's a good placebo, then. I think a good coconut water can sort you out in the morning. I agree. Um, if you've got a week of parting, this is good, commit to a later bedtime. So rather than have a late night and then try to go to bed early the next day, yes. keep up all week, stay up all week. Oh, so there's circadian rhythms. Yes. So it's like jet and lag. Don't yeah. get jet lag. And the, the biological clock in the brain is sufficiently robust that the odd late night won't make much difference. But if you know you're going to three or four parties in a row, make the decision you're changing your bedtime for that week. It's now midnight and you're going to wake at eight. No, that I can't. Oh, you. gosh, the horror. Midnight oh. bedtime. Oh, oh no, I know oh. you went. Well, it's just like getting you. It's like taxi fear for you, isn't it? Yes. Um, then about food and overeating. Oh, yeah. It says it's tempting to regard December as a nutrition write-off. But we'll eat roughly 90 meals over the month, most not at parties. So it's possible to indulge without rolling into 2020 stodgy and depleted. I read today that um, the average Australian puts on three kilos over Mm. Christmas, Mm, which... My goodness, that's like a lot of party pies, isn't and it? Party pies, yeah. So avoid the mentality of I'll do with it in January mm. and reset daily. I think so, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And boost your immunity by making sure you have vitamin D and C. Look after your gut, uh, gut to mm-hmm. offset all the carousing. Use probiotics and eat probiotic, probiotic food like yogurt, kefir, which we've talked about, miso, goat's cheese, olives, quality dark chocolate, and spirulina. Oh, spirulina. Mm. We've talked about that as well. Spirulina, we? spirulina, tiny little thing. <laughs> spirulina dance. Sorry. Oh, um, and eat some uh, carbs, fat and protein for breakfast. So eggs, toast and avocado. Yum. Um, to slow the release of sugars. Um, Always happy that. to do yep. that. And then work out at 80% intensity. So basically up your intensity levels by 20% from the 60% that you're sort of told mm. to work out at. Um, and resistance training, because that means that you're burning more calories. And then also, if you're a people pleaser, be, caref- be careful and be clear about your boundaries. Plan December. Write a list of what you do and don't want to do so that if you're put on the spot, you're prepared. And then you can say fuck no. Yes. If, they, um, if you can't say no to their face, say, can I come back to you and text them later? <laughs> That's the kind of thing I do. Um, and then if they argue, stand firm. And say, I'm really sorry, I can't help out this time, but I'll be happy for you to ask me again next time. So if yeah. the school's Christmas jumble sale clashes with your Pilates class, go to Pilates. Well, there you or go. Or the pub, I guess. Yeah. That all sounds all right, doesn't mm. it? Sounds quite wise. Mm. Should we talk about something that you want to talk about? All right. I feel like I've just completely No, I don't agree. One. I don't agree at all. Um, well, we were going to talk about fake tan. Mm. Do you don't fake tan, do you? I I have fake tan. I've ta- fake tan, fake tanned, <laughs> fake tun, fake <laughs> um, once in my life. Was that at your wedding? It was for my yeah, wedding. We did say. I actually know that I lie. I did a test. I did a tester, and then I did the sorry right, twice. So twice. Um, and I've never fake tanned since because. Um, I don't know why. And then all, everybody puts on the other stuff, you know, the lotions. But I'm just so cack-handed, I know I'm going to end up with bright orange ankles and yeah. elbows. And yes. and I'd rather not be tanned than have a bad fake tan job. Yeah. So I used I to use you. a little bit of facial fake tan. It yeah. was a Clarins one mm-hmm. that was quite nice. 
But no. People have for the waters these days, haven't they? The fake, the tanning water. Oh, I haven't seen on your them. face because it's not. So well. See, what sparked this for me mm. is that I use some of those gradual tanners. Yes. So Johnson's Summer Skin mm. or whatever it's called. And um, so does somebody else that lives in my house who um, shall remain nameless sometimes mm. uses them too. Yeah. Not the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Floyd is mad for a tan. Um, but um, I do. I forget to put them on or yes. whatever. And also you ha- because they're quite sticky because they're a lotion. Mm. Then I found this other one. It's called Nucara and it's a serum and it's just like a water. So then I went on this rampage looking for water ones, and there's actually a whole lot of water serums you can use on your right. face because they they dry. Like you just put it on, but you don't you can't feel it. So do they fake tan or do they just stick on you until you wash them off? No, they fake tan. They right. gradually tan. Gradually. So they're not like because you have those spray on tans. Yeah, they're as not well. like an instant tan. Right. So they're like a water, and you just put it on. Your arm or your legs or whatever. Yeah. And then you wake up in the morning. And because it's not a lotion, it doesn't rub off in weird So it doesn't end places. up... Does it end up on your sheets? It didn't end up on my sheets. Oh. So I think I'm going to be a, a tanning water, mm. tanning balm expert. Oh. This one's called Nukara. You can get it online. How do you spell that? N-U-K-A-R-A. Right. It's a gradual tanning serum. I think that you would even be able to use it. All but right. I feel like I feel like there's lots of those around. So yeah. th- that one might... I mean, that one's quite good because it doesn't smell. Smell, which mm. is another problem with fake I tan. I actually love the smell of fake yeah, that's tan. That's right. Well, yeah. then you'd be able to get another one yes. that's not really tanning. Um, you know when everyone goes down to the gym at lunchtime and comes back yeah. with their fake tan? Yeah, that's really... F- I that's love really that smell. That's really florally and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. coconutty or something. Yeah. yeah. There are some really... That, some of those gradual ones... I remember I used to share an office with a girl and she used to use that Johnson's gradual tan yeah. one or whatever. And I used to just, it would just, we'd always just smell of that kind of dirty tan smell all the time. Is there a Jergens or something? There's a Jergens. Yeah, I think I might have tried that. Yeah, but they're all good. Look, yeah. All those gradual tan ones are good because you don't yeah. wake up in the morning with orange yes. palms. And, yeah, that's know, what I'm worried about. But I just, I've, since discovering like mm. a more of a, less of a cream and more of a water, it's a bit revolutionary. Yeah. Re- re- what is it? It's revelationary. Revelationary. Mm. I thought you were going to say um, revolutionary. Well, it could be either, I suppose. Either. All right. Either or. Very good. So, um, but I do think that sometimes in summer it's nice to have a bit of tan. No, I agree. Yeah, and not and yeah. never, never real. Yeah. Never real. I no agree. one, please go out No, because Dr. Bowie would be ever so cross oh, with she'd, us. She'd hate it. Wouldn't she? Mm. Okay. Should we do some culture club? Culture club. Do you want to do? Yeah. Um, I've got a holiday hit list. Oh, yes, do that. Do that. Do All that. right. Um, stuff that I'm sort of storing up mm-hmm. for the holidays. Because <laughs> I love, a, you know, just having a, a bit binge. of time to mm. read or watch or what have you. I've got some books. I've started this one. Um, I think everyone will love it. Do you remember you introduced us to Daisy Jones and the Six? I did. Um, earlier this year, which we all loved. Well, this is... So that was written by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yeah. And this is the book before that, Ooh, yeah. which is called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And it's a really good summer book. It's about a um, an American Hollywood megastar who contacts this journalist to write her memoirs. Ooh, and she's been around since the 50s. And she's, as the book title suggests, she's had seven husbands. So there's obviously... You know how... Um, in Daisy Jones. It's she, done like an interview. Yeah, it is done like an interview again. But she pulled, she obviously pulled from a bit of... Um, Actual history. Fleet, Fleetwood Mac, didn't yeah. she? And various... Yeah, so obviously she's pulled from a few Hollywood stars here as well, like Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, it's really good. I honestly, I've just, I've started, I'm about halfway through, but that is my, holi- you know, top of my holiday yeah. list. 
I've also got The Mothers by Genevieve Gannons. Now, this comes out in January, but I'm quite excited about this. Um, so this is um, basically two couples go and have IVF at the same clinic. Oh. <gasps> and then up. they find out that um, they've mixed up the embryos, but only the one of the couples has a baby. Oh, 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 that's harsh. Yes, so the woman who's doesn't have the woman who doesn't get pregnant embryo is used for a pregnancy in another couple wow. so obviously that's going to be all like what happens there totally. so i think that sounds like a really good twist does. the other book i'm quite keen to read is the lost summers of driftwood by vanessa mccallsland um, and this is january as well and um i think it's an aussie book and it's one of those ones where they go back to, um, you know, childhood homes and confront legacies and um, there's always a childhood love living, you know... Still living at Still home. living at home near the old <laughs> house. And, look, it sounds a bit sort of... A little bit silly, to be honest, but um, I don't mind that for summer. I think it sounds quite good. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that as mm. well. In terms of TV, shall I tell you my yeah, TV? Yeah, please do. Um, well, Gavin and Stacey <laughs> has got a Christmas special. I'm so excited. And they kept it from everyone, didn't they? They yeah. snuck it out without anyone knowing. Yeah. So, so great. I loved Gavin and Stacey Same. so much. Same Is thing. it on Netflix or something? I think you can watch the you whole, can thing, watch the somewhere. whole thing somewhere. I think it might be on ABC iView or one of those yes. things. Yeah. Um, so it's a British show, but it's actually a Welsh show. Uh-huh. Um, so James Corden and um, Ruth, Jones. Ruth Jones, who were in a show originally called Fat Friends. Did you ever watch Fat Friends? was great it was a show about um it was a tv drama set in like the equivalent of a weight watchers group meeting and it was about all the different characters and one of them was james corden and one of them was ruth jones james corden obviously now is a big megastar isn't he he? is and then they went on and created gavin and stacy together yeah um which is about a welsh girl and a cockney boy fall in love and about how their families interact and the you know London Welsh divide and everything and now I think seven years after it finished or something yeah they've suddenly brought it back brought out a a Christmas Christmas special special. and it's very exciting so I think that is going to be on the ABC on Boxing Day I've been told don't know if it's true or not I think it might be I have heard that rumour yeah so I'm very much looking forward to that I'm very much looking forward to The Outsider yeah which is HBO coming up on Foxtel um and it's based on Stephen King and Jason Bateman, who I love. Is he not a man who dyes his hair a bit too much? He is one of... There are many of those men, and he is one of them. <laughs> you but, know those middle-aged men that dye their yeah, hair that kind of really dark Jamie colour. Oliver the other day. Yes. Did you watch him on Graham yes, Norton? Yes, he is a real dyer, hair yes, dyer from way back. He is, but he's it's particularly dyed at the moment. Mm. Um, but they're just like us, aren't they, boys? You know, they don't want to go grey no, either. No, they don't. No. Um, anyway, Jason Bateman, who usually is a bit of a funny man, plays um, someone who's been accused of murder. And then it's got Ben Mendelsohn. I love him. Do you love him? Yeah. He I doesn't dye his hair, does he? No. He's grey as a, a grey no. thing. I think he's a tortured soul, probably. He is, I think, but he's great. Um, but I'm very excited to see those two yeah. in that. And then, oh, Mrs Fletcher's come in. Have you seen much of that? Catherine Hahn, um, about a woman whose son goes off to university and she is a single mum and then she finds this new sort of lease of life and gets mm. embroiled in sexual adventures. Oh, that's Hello. HBO. That is HBO for that, you. Yes, yeah. that's coming as well. And then I really need to finish The Affair. 
Right. And I mean, what, by that you mean the TV show? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I assume? Yes. Um, so I've only, because that did finish this year and I've been really good at not reading anything about it. Because mm. um, I did watch one episode of the final mm. season. Yeah, I watched a couple and then I got No, bored. no good. Noah just drives me batty. He is annoying. He is annoying. So annoying. But I've come this far. I need I know, to finish it. To, I know, I, I know. I need closure. I know. So I know. I'm going to finish the affair. Yeah. And that's me for Holiday Hit List. Well, I didn't really do one, but I'll no. tell you some things that I've been reading and seeing. All right. This watched, is Culture Club. This is Culture Club. Yep. Um, I watched Knives Out on the weekend, which is that yes, Daniel looks Craig good. movie that he just got a Golden Globe nomination mm. for. Um, and I wasn't, I didn't know what, I, I'd sort of read about it and I knew it was a whodunit, but I'd kind of just left it at that because I just wanted to see it. Very entertaining. He's great. Oh, I love Daniel He's Craig. He's so great in it. He really deserves mm. all of the applause. Mm. Um, and it's quite—it's very funny. It's very—it's um, just like quite endearing and clever and silly. And it's like any all of those kind of Agatha Christie's, you know. Oh yes. Is it set in the modern times? It's set in the modern times. Yeah. Yeah. And um, basically, this old man. Um, dies and then it's like a quest to find out who killed him and why and oh. yeah, yeah it's great it's really good so I I loved it I think it's the kind of movie you could watch on TV though okay so don't you don't have to don't spend to your money but you, you know you could I also um, watched the end of the fucking world series two I haven't watched series one that's great what's that on the Netflix that's on the Netflix yeah um, that's a very kind of dark comedic but also quite violent. TV show um, with young people killing people and stuff, but um, it's very good. Um, It's very dark. It's not dystopian. (laughs) I know how much I love a dystopian (laughs) story. No, no, it's not because it's just like in reality, but um, they're a bit slasher. It's a bit no. It's it's a bit sort of. it's hard to explain. It's a bit off kilter. Like, did you ever watch Skins? It's not really like Skins. It's just kind of. It's filmed like a music video a bit. Like it's very yeah. I can't really describe it. All it's right. good. I would I would recommend it. It is quite rude, and of course it's called okay. the end of the fucking world. That should give you. Not safe for work then. It's not necessarily. No. I also read The Parade, which is Dave Eggers' new book. Dave Eggers wrote The Circle, and he also wrote A Hologram for the King, which is that oh. Tom Hanks uh, movie. So, oh. yeah. It's all about, usually about the future, and, you know, it's oh. quite dystopian. Yes. Um, the Parade is amazing. I highly recommend oh, it. It's okay. like a nothing you've ever read before. Right. Um, and not in a kind of, not not in a weird way. They're basically, it's about two men who are building a road in a non-disclosed um, Middle Eastern place. Um, and they're building a road because there's going to be a parade once the road is built. They've got to finish it in a certain period of time because it's there's going to be a parade on it. And some things happen... It's quite sci-fi-y, but at the same time, it's so cleverly written, and the end is just mind-blowing. Not giving it right. Away. Okay, really amazing. Dave Eggers is one of my favourite authors of that all time. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, I would, I would do that. And I'm also reading "So Lucky Now" by Dorno Porter, who is oh Chris yes, oh yes, Thingo's is it good? Um, yeah, she's written a couple of books. Yeah, I've never um, read any of them. They're very sort of throwaway in comparison yeah. to Dave Eggers, yeah. but they're good. Don't that's mind that's that's got good, that's a good holiday read. Oh, it's Dawn O'Porter. Yeah, you know, uh, Jane Hall's good for... Not Jane Hall. Um, you know, Ricky Gervais's wife. Oh, yeah. Partner. Oh, yeah, Jane. Don't know. don't know her name. Jane. Jane. Fallon. Fallon. She's a good holiday mm. read mm. person as well. All right, well, that's all good, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what? The other thing is... Mm. 
You can just do nothing over the holidays. Oh, you can, and I will probably <laughs> do quite a lot of that. Yes, I think it's quite important. Now, yes. we were, we were going to link this in with Time Out, weren't we, on our phone? And oh, do you yeah. know, somebody... So, basically, we're talking about the case for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and stop being so busy. Now, somebody's taught me how to, like, block my phone out... And do you know what? It's it's. I think it saved me hours and hours. You know that horrendous thing on your phone? Which comes and says, you've been on the phone yeah. for seven What's hours. What's yours? Seven hours, usually. Oh, my God. Well, mine's four and a half, and I thought that was bad. But and I'm then, on it at work as well. I, I know. Yeah. I know you're on it. We're on it all day. But still, I was so appalled by that. Um, but anyway, so she's taught, shown me how to set app limits. Do you, have you done mm, this? No. See, on your, I'm teaching you something. Yeah, on the phone, you go to settings. Yeah. You go to screen time, which tells you how much time you spent on your phone. Yeah. Then you go to app limits. Mm-hmm. And then you go all apps and categories. Yeah. Or you can choose your apps. And then you can set your limits. Wow. So every time I go into anything, it says you've already used your limit for the day. Do you want to continue? And half the time, I'm like, not no. really. All right. Just doing it as a reflex No, I won't action. then. Even down to the calculator. Mm. I was so you like, can't add anything up? But no. you already added something but up. I just did it on my computer instead. But it's just like training <laughs> you. I just did you. it on my abacus. It's just training you not to yeah. reflex, well, I go do. for your my, phone. Yeah, I reflex everything. So I think this is really important to have mm. time out from your phone over mm. the over the break. The break. Mm-hmm. And also the case for doing nothing. It's called Nixon. Have you heard about this? No. It's the Dutch. The Dutch call it N I K S E N. Um, oh, like as in doing Nixon. Uh, Nixon is Nixon, but it's basically doing nothing. And there's a lady called Doreen Dodgen Maggie. I'm assuming she's Dutch, <laughs> and she's a psychologist who studies boredom and wrote the book Deviced: Balancing Life and Technology in a Digital World. And she like like likens Nixon to <laughs> gosh, a that's gosh, bad word, isn't it? to a car whose engine is running but isn't going anywhere. So it's basically about it's good to be bored. Saying it's good to be bored. So it's, um, you know, you take conscious, considered time and energy, this is an article in the New York Times, to do activities like gazing out of a window or sitting motionless. God, I can do both of them for hours. And the less enlightened might call such activities lazy or wasteful. Mm, That's my husband. Yeah, but basically (laughs) it's granting you permission to spend the afternoon just hanging out. You know what? Yeah. I love. There's nothing I, I know. love. I never get bored. Never no, get I don't. Just poodling. I love a oh, poodle. I love a poodle. I'm so <laughs> happy when I'm poodling. Um, but I'm not... I, you know, it, tells, it says here to resist the culture of busyness, which I have always been very good at that. Have you? This person's res- vacuuming behind Well, they're us. busy, aren't they? <laughs> no, I'm, did, I, I'm quite good at not being busy I've never we've talked about it before I've never I've never bought into the I'm no, so busy culture no busy no, culture awful. no um, and it does say you can reorganise your environment turn your home into a Nixon friendly area add a soft couch a comfy armchair a few cushions blanket we don't want that this time of year no it says orient furniture around a window or fireplace rather than a TV and if those spaces are present, people will use them. Yes, it's true. And then it also says host a boredom party. I don't want any jokes from you at this point. That's the only party you've ever had. <laughs> you said it about me. Um, <laughs> host a boredom party during which a host invites over a few friends to be bored together. <laughs> I don't know that I want to go to that party. No, it doesn't sound great. That's the worst party ever. No. Hello, can you come to my boredom party? Yeah. We're not doing anything. You know, I think that's just called that's called my family holidays <laughs> for the last 
for my entire childhood. <laughs> oh, dear. Hello, Mum. Love you. Um, yeah, it says, so it's important to learn to let the airs out of the tyres once in a while. And for me, mm. this time of year, you've got to do it. Mm. Just don't drive yourselves mad. No, it's true, actually. I'm really hanging out yeah. for... So we've just... given you the tools. <laughs> Thank you. Because here, we've given you permission to be bored. I can say no. I can and, say fuck no. And also say fuck no. And I can also decide what I want to do about Christmas. Yeah, and I can have a buzz cut. Is that what it's called? You can have an undercut. An undercut. And we can all poo as long as we want. No, 12 After seconds. 12 seconds. God, that feels so fast. It does. Can't it believe you've brought, out, can't believe you brought us back slips, to poos. I was trying to make it nice about the whole, you know... I'm sure that I read somewhere once... Case for doing nothing. The, the, the um, consistency of poos. A healthy poo should be the consistency of porridge. Which I don't... I don't think that's right. Because remember, we did that whole piece <laughs> early on in the podcast. Yeah, we yeah. did the whole chocolate bar poo <laughs> yes. thing. Which yeah. everyone loved that story. Yeah, yeah. I love that story too. Yeah. I still laugh when I think about a curly whirly. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, on Lisa, that note listen, well, cheers. Cheers. Here's, here's Happy to a great holidays year. and thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Yeah. Have come, a good break. Yeah, have a great break. Remember have to say lot. fuck no occasionally. Do some Nixon. And do be some bored. Nixon. Be, be bored. as bored as you want <laughs> because then we can entertain you later. Yeah. And we look forward to 2020. We'll see you in 2020. 2020. Ooh, yeah. new decade. New decade, new us. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We're playing Devil's Avocado. We're a podcast. We're a podcast. And um, you can find us on, well, you can go back through our back catalogue, mm. as, as the, they say, mm. on iTunes yeah. or on Spotify. If you're bored. If you're bored. Over the break. Yeah, if you really can't be bothered with the Nixon. Go and listen to us. Um, listen to us. Get on online and find us on on um, Facebook on the PDAs, and that's where you'll find out when we're coming back, and that's where you will also find out any other interesting things that we see, and we'll keep chatting to you. Yeah, on there. I will probably be on the PDAs over okay. the break. Yeah, we'll be on yeah, the can't help ourselves. Can't help ourselves. And if you have anything urgent, email us on wearepleindevilsofacado at gmail.com. Oh, See you soon. See you soon. Okay, bye. Bye bye.